1: Another edition of To Homer and Back, the official podcast of Streaking the Lawn. Thanks for joining us. My name is Pierce. I've got the normal crew with me, the the A-team, the the top string for the podcast. Caroline, how's it going?
2: It's good. I'm really excited to spend this whole time talking about the latest episode of The Bachelor.
1: It was boring. (laughs) It was. The only good part was Jasmine threatening to choke him. That was hilarious.
2: (laughs) I don't know. He kicked off a lot of people and wore tank tops, so... (laughs)
0: i guess that's entertaining uh matt how are you we might never beat syracuse again (laughs) um and i'm i'm just accepting that you know and it's your fault no Pitt was my fault no
1: syracuse is also your fault
2: yeah that's true but we might also continue always beating louisville question mark so right yeah take that trade i think
1: how happy were you to not have the lead at the half against Louisville?
0: <laughs> Seriously. I I was just happy that Louisville didn't play zone. <laughs> they they played a little bit of it. Yeah, um, they did a little matchup zone. Yeah.
1: I, I am shocked at the infrequency teams throw zone at us because we always look – Pretty bad. Well, except for that first half last year
0: against Syracuse. We're <laughs> half, first half this year, too, we're a great first-half zone team. Uh, they look
2: uh, – Wasn't the second half against Tech good?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a good reason why every team doesn't throw a zone is because some teams are terrible. But <laughs> yeah, so like, they're really bad at it. If you took a, a team that was good and – you know, taught them to play zone, <laughs> I think it would be more effective even if you were normally man-to-man team. I think coaches might be a little too stubborn uh, in general. Um, you know, I would never ask Tony Bennett to play zone in such a situation because he I never would, would. Care, you know? and he doesn't take my calls.
0: But He
2: has once, didn't he? Wasn't there a game last year where he was like so – it was in that stretch of losses on the road. Yeah. that they It wouldn't. was, the,
0: it was the, the Wake Forest game where they ended up coming back. We went zone right? three minutes. It didn't work. Yeah, no, it didn't.
2: That's a, real, that's a real shock to the system for the players, I think. If you tell Brogdon they're not doing well enough and they had to play zone, woo, I think that's when the rage switch flipped in him and he just went nuts on people. No, actually, <laughs> that was when he got dunked on by um, that Devin kid. Um, that? He got dunked on from there on out. That was, like, the start of the comeback. Yeah. He like, faced was like, none of this, no more.
1: All right. Well, uh, I think we we should regroup with what we're talking about. Um, (laughs) Maybe
2: talk about this season.
1: About the past two games. Um, Let's see. There was the loss at Syracuse over undermanned Louisville.
2: Okay. First thing I want to talk about. Yeah, what's that? Um, Yes, they were down three guys. Virginia handily defeated that team at their own place with those three guys. I don't like as much of the times I've seen this undermanned Louisville stuff. Well, they
1: were undermanned, and it was—they were.
2: It's true statement. mm -hmm. Um, If this was something where it was like the first time Virginia had beaten them in, say, say the win-loss records between the two with the matchups were reversed, Mm -hmm. then I think you got to really asterisk and say like, "Hey, um, we've had their lunch money for five (laughs) straight games, like." the fact that they played so well in the first half I think was more indicative of the fact that it was just, like, complete randomness that Virginia hadn't seen yet with, like... Mm -hmm. Now, I really like that V.J. King guy. He's good.
1: He's good at he scoring. Get
2: more playing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. He should get more playing time on offense. Um, also, if they're playing us, he should get lots of playing time on defense.
1: Yeah, I think that's the main complaint I, I hear from Louisville fans is that yeah. he, he doesn't do anything on defense is why he hasn't gotten as many minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not why they beat them, and they probably were going to beat them regardless because they've been beating the crap out of them for years at this point. I think it still factors into the the overall dominance of the second half. I mean, they were playing yeah. a walk-on who who kept trying to <laughs> drive the ball against uh, Isaiah, and that was hilarious. Yeah, that's not
2: a good, not a good plan. I he will did say, hit yes. a three though. I think that they should get the asterisk. Like they lost, but they were undermanned.
1: Yeah, like they shouldn't should take it, just it just like, as hey, a heat you know
2: name. what? We played who was put in front of us. Yeah, and you know if they want to go out and. Have a good time in Louisville before the game and you know, it's on that's on mango and dang
0: <laughs> Matt how uh, how do you feel about the the asterisk? I you know it didn't show up when I looked at the ACC standings um, so I don't I don't care. It's one of those things that that just sort of fades away like how people will remember when they're looking at tournament resumes that tech beat Duke but forget that it was the game that Grace Allen was suspended. Um. Yeah, that's um, fair.
2: No, that'll yeah. be in their primer that they get with all of the Duke-related information.
0: Well, yeah, because – It's you know, like what right
2: games exactly that Coach K was out. Yeah, that kind exactly. of stuff.
0: Yeah, all, all, all the tough ones.
2: Kennard's hair dryer was broken before. The... No, he's actually really good. He, <laughs> he, is,
0: he is pretty, good. Also, pretty good. good. also, on VJ King, I, you know, guys from Virginia, and we tried to get him. And we brought him – I remember his visit to UVA was a game where we smoked Louisville. And afterwards, he was like, I'm going to join that other team. I don't, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think is what we had in mind, um, but but ultimately I, I I don't care that those guys weren't there. I mean the it was it was worrisome in the first half. Um, I don't know if if um, you know to to quote Caroline, if the team just wasn't trying hard enough. Like, How dare you! you know? <laughs> um, but but it was worrisome when we were down in the first half. But the the second half went a bit more to to plan, given um, that we were facing a basically seven man lineup that still likes to press
2: energy is not effort Um. (laughs) (laughs) it
1: sort of is
2: (laughs) no you can really you can have low energy but still be trying
1: yeah
2: effort implies that that a lack of care is there that's my biggest thing like, they were sluggish in the first half. There was, like, just – the whole vibe was weird that day. Like, I'm telling you. Pierce, you were there. Yeah. The vibe in the arena in the first half was just odd. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was because it was, like, the weird – I think there there's still a thing with Virginia fans, and I don't blame them at all with – this like as soon as they said that Matthew, um, that Mango and Dang weren't playing, mm-hmm. I think everyone was like myself included, kind of chuckled and were like, all right, so which walk-on's going to shoot thir- like for, go for thirty points, like mm-hmm. and just go crazy, and it's going to be the game they lose, and we can't get anything nice because Syracuse or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think there was a little bit of that feeling in there. It's kind of the same, it had the same weird like when the football team lost the opener. To Richmond. I thought it was Richmond, right?
0: Yeah. yeah except the basketball thing. team is good.
2: It's true. But it was like that feeling, that like hovering feeling of like, how is this going to go wrong? Um, yeah.
1: It was definitely the weirdest win over a top five team I've ever set. Yeah. Said. yeah, it
2: was yeah. Um, and it was just kind of the fans don't know how to react when the team is losing. And I say that in the nicest way because. <laughs> don't know how to react when the team is losing because they don't see it often, which I am happy about and also extremely jealous of when I look back on, you know, when I graduated before.
1: Got that tenure coming up. Yeah, okay. Got that ad in the mail.
2: (laughs) Didn't really need to talk about that. Um, (laughs) It's going to be exciting. Anyone listening is coming up on their tenure and go to reunion. (laughs) Okay. Um, No, I mean, like I used to walk over to U-Haul and... Scream for two and a half hours and lose my voice, and they would have lost to Georgia Tech by 10. And that was, you can tell how long ago it was because Georgia mm-hmm. Tech was good.
1: So but you're saying the students weren't <laughs> enthused enough?
2: There's, there's not, not a lot of. It
0: the students that didn't have the right effort. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? What happened? the students didn't have enough effort.
2: Yeah, now the students didn't have enough effort. They <laughs> sucked <laughs> during timeouts, though. Can we talk about that, Who Crew? Stand. You got to stand the whole time. Half time, you can sit down. You're All young. Right do it. Um, but no, I think it was just a weird vibe and it's kind of like when they see stuff happening and they see turnovers, they see these things that they're not used to. And it's kind of like, well, guys, what are you doing? And I get that. I do.
1: So you think um, the fans get disappointed to yeah.
2: they get a little complacent in the cheering sometimes when, yeah, you know, they, it's, it's been more of a, um, give us something to cheer about and we'll cheer for you rather than cheer to create something to continue cheering for, I think is this hmm. long rambling, um, endless. Cut. I-, I don't
1: know. To me, the Louisville game just felt like a uh, you know we were playing uh, a small team that we paid to come play. You know, who was like, oh, we're yeah. down. They're hit. they we're not playing too great, and for sure. I'm, I know we're gonna win by twenty. So you know, come on, guys, eventually. It's like and win then hope- they did. <laughs> so.
2: It's like Oakland was there. You
1: know, what I mean? I think, you know, I it's not like they they haven't been amped for. for no, no, close. I'm not
2: saying that. No, no, Gucker, I love you. You guys are great. <laughs> it's it's, an, it's funny. I, I like I said, it's I think fearless leader hashtag blessed, hashtag dream job tweeted about <laughs> it after the game and said, you know, like Virginia just beat a top five team and literally no one blinked an eye. Like no yeah, one. Yeah,
1: that's that's true.
2: And that's the thing. And I think the majority of fans, and part of that is because of the whole Virginia's Louisville's kryptonite or whatever that spiel that's been going on and how we've played them in the last few games. Mm-hmm. But I think most people expected to win that game. And and that's the thing that to me is like, holy crap. Like, this is a whole new. I've seen so many different articles uh, in the past few days. Um, I think John Rothstein today posted something about how this is Tony Bennett's best coaching job this year uh-huh. because of the fact of losing Malcolm, Anthony, uh-huh. Evan Nolte, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Toby, who's now an NBA player, like uh-huh. losing four guys, 50% of which are now playing in the NBA. To just use that because it's technically true. Um, and then dismissing the projected top scorer and still having an eight and three record in arguably the, not arguably the hardest conference because it is, but, you know, debatable on whether it's the toughest one ever type thing. Right, right. Yeah, and it's impressive. And I think that we need to take a step back sometimes and maybe put the Syracuse loss to the side and realize that, like, hey, good teams lose sometimes. Sure. Especially on the road to Hall of Famers. Just sure. kind of look at what you're doing, and and I'm impressed. I continue to be impressed with this team, and I think that they've got a lot of basketball up to play.
1: Well, I think so, too.
0: <laughs> I can't speak for Matt are right, you ready to throw in the towel after the Syracuse loss? I mean, you know, I just uh, – if we have to play them again, Syracuse should be favored by 30. It's, it's... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Playing
2: a team a third time is really tough. I,
0: I don't think that counts we'll when only play we play them once. Seasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Well, I don't think right. right.
2: they'll beat, beat us in the ACC tournament. And then... I, I don't think that's true. I, I'll
1: play them again. Whenever I, I'm much yeah, I'm concerned with, I'm about fine with the that the league, I think yeah. Syracuse is good. I think if we play them in uh, New York, we could easily lose again. But I, you know, I, I don't buy the whole. Uh, it, it's not it, the same as the
0: Louisville Kryptonite thing. I want, no. I want nothing to do with Syracuse, and that
2: like, <laughs> I want nothing I to do with as Syracuse as in an elimination game, like in a season-ending game. I kind of yeah. don't want anything to do with them.
1: Because not right now. You'd be pessimistic of their chances, or just because if they do lose, it's it's all the more same narrative.
2: Yes, mostly that. Yeah, I, I agree with
0: that. Me. If, if you got to pick one, if UVA makes the Sweet 16, and you could have a matchup against Syracuse <laughs> or West Virginia, which team would you rather play? Syracuse.
2: Syracuse. I'd I rather, I, I'd
0: rather play. play West Virginia. <laughs> No, Bobby, I mean, <laughs> this year Michigan State actually – Oh, God. No, i would no, play Syracuse. I don't want to play Michigan State
1: yeah, ever no.
2: again. By the time For it gets reason. to that point, Michigan State will have three 20-point right. scores. I'll, I'll play
0: – you know what? I'll, I'll play Michigan State. We'll take on Michigan State.
2: <laughs> Watching this NC State game, I'd want to play them.
0: Yeah. And when's that When's that pick game? I hear they're terrible. March 4th. Uh, they, they only have one conference win. <laughs> yeah Wait,
2: is that still true
0: yes still true. See, we
2: were right? just being nice
1: uh, I don't want to talk about Pitt um <laughs> so let's talk about the upcoming game which is still a ways away on the 12th the Hokies in Blacksburg Hokies play well against us in Blacksburg usually gross certainly did last year They they won that game uh, the Rose London was fouled. embarrassed, uh, them recently in Charlottesville. Do you guys know tech is sub, uh, 500 against the spread? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There you go. 10, 11. There's, there's the, the stat I have for you. Um, <laughs> <The stats. laughs> Tech's looked good overall this season. Like I think they're, they're regarded as a bubble, but like on the good side of the bubble, Uh, type of team in the ACC because they've won some ACC games. They have not looked that good at playing basketball recently to me. You know what I mean? Like they beat BC by six, and then they came to Charlottesville and got absolutely trounced. Their other wins before that are are one-point wins against Clemson and Georgia Tech. And, yeah, a win's a win, but they have not been playing uh, to the level of their Duke beating capabilities i mean when Duke came to black they were throwing alley-oops they were dicking around with a double digit score um and then, and then of course went on the road to raleigh and, and lost by 30 points to a garbage <laughs> state team. but you know like I, 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 the hokey hype is a little high and i mean this objectively like outside of of the rivalry because i, I think i've been too friendly and i have been supportive of of at least saying Buzz Williams is a good coach because he, cause he is a good coach. But uh, I don't think this seems that good. I'm not worried about the Blacksburg game, knock on wood. Oof. I, I, Famous you, last words. Yeah, um, tell me how worried you are, Carol. <laughs> um, I am
2: hmm.
0: – One to ten.
2: <laughs> I'm about a six. I'll go six. All right. Six and a half. Se- maybe six. Close to seven. That's six. Close Keep it in whole numbers. <laughs> Um I think that it, you're absolutely right i I don't think that especially in playing the first time um after the last game, London, Parentis made a good point to the media about how the second time you play someone is uh is interesting not only from you know one side, you get to know their offense. It's funny because the kids, the players really do say things defensively first. So, you know, he's like, yeah, it's good. You know, we've been able to see their offense and we know what they're going to bring to the table type thing. And I love that they – that's how they look at a team. You know, like how can we match up against them defensively? Mm-hmm. Um, hands down, Virginia's the better team. Sure. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's not a thing where you'd look at it. and, and But it's the ACC, and like you said, it's um, – A total crapshoot, and who knows. But they played really, really – I really like the way Virginia handled them in Charlottesville. Um, It – they just had a complete (laughs) game. It was one of their better games of the season, I I think. Um, Capped off by the greatest play of the season, which was Jared Reuter blocking the ball back into Seth Allen's face as they tried to go for basket to get to 50. First uh, time expired and it was my favorite thing that's happened. Um, maybe year may so far, uh, but I, I say all this stuff. I just don't know what to expect.
1: Yeah. Well, yes. they need to do a, a good job on, uh, Lede again. Yes. Um, he, he, let's see at 12 points, a little bit below his average, but you know, slower pace and all that. The thing they did is he collected some fouls uh, and some turnovers that, uh, you know, he took a, a little bit of a seat uh, and really just wasn't the factor that he has been against
2: the Hoos. I mean, and crush- he was the only person on their team that had an O rating over 100, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's impressive.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like Seth Allen and Chris Clark were both at 76s, and I think that Chris Clark was probably um, the the guy that I'm most scared of on that team just because he's so athletic and he can do a little bit of everything. Um, on the flip side, like, Everyone on Virginia's team who played, minus Jack Salt, little buddy, um, had an O rating over 100. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's all you know. Isaiah had a great game. Um, I think they do match up very well. And like we talked about a little bit earlier with the, the matchup zone, it's not um, as bad as uh, as Syracuse. So I, I think that they, <laughs> I think they win this one, but it's a much closer. Um, much closer game. I think we're talking more like a a six or seven point one. Oh
1: yeah. And I I think everyone would take that uh, regardless, but uh, how are you?
2: Has it a seven point one? There you go.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried as well. I mean, on on the one hand, uh, obviously the game in Charlottesville was great. I don't think tech is going to go three for 20 from three um, at home. You know, obviously we, we lost there last year, the year before, um, I think we ended up winning by a point or two points in a, a sort of crazy comeback at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking through and I, I agree with you, Pierce, um, that even when they've won, they haven't looked great. Like it's one point wins against Georgia Tech or Clemson and you know, like a six point win at BC. Yeah. Um, but they've only lost one home game all year. So they're clearly a, a better team at Castle Auditorium or whatever that place <laughs> is called. <laughs>
2: Uh, my thing. Favorite
0: thing i I think we win by five um i I do think we we somehow end up winning, but you know it, it's a it's a Sunday afternoon game, so it's not like they're gonna have, it's not like you're gonna have an issue getting students there as even though they wouldn't any time that we play them um I think it'll be close, I think it'll be better i I think the game probably gets played with both teams in like the high fifties. Um, I don't think we get to that 70 point mark. I think it's, it's closer to a, a, a slug fest, which is how I think tech would want it to be. I don't think they want to try and, and get out and run because they, you know, they really play like, it's a, not very good. It's like a seven man. <laughs> anyway, yeah.
1: yeah, true. Well, okay. I'll be the optimistic one. That's fine. Um, okay. But no, I mean, I don't expect more than a five or seven point, Win necessarily? I just expect them to win. Um, maybe a little easier than that. We'll see. we'll see. Uh, I do have a question for you guys. Talking about ACC play, and I know Darn's. I uh, mentioned this a little bit earlier about the surprising result. Maybe that they, you know that that they're sitting at tied for second place uh, until FSU wins this game. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know Nichols not playing and all that, There might be exceeding expectations that we've had, or in Caroline's case, hitting them. Um, <laughs> but w- w- what's with all this talk about, you know, UVA doesn't have any star players that are going to be first team, all ACC caliber. Do you do you buy into that? Is London Brown as someone who might sneak into that? I, I can't think if it's not London, I, I don't know who it would be. But, um where do you see them in the overall part of uh, the conference in terms of the, the production and the, the talent, and just the, what, what we're going with.
0: So yeah. l- let me jump on this before Caroline goes on a, a, a seven minute ode to London and how great.
2: Um, because <laughs> I, I, I,
0: Jack. All right, I, I can, I swear to God, if Jack is not making all ACC, Caroline, <laughs> I, sorry, whatever campaign you want, um, <laughs> It's not going (laughs) to happen. Look, I I think that we might be the best. um, I think we might be the the team that gets the most out of what they have by far. Um, And I think that's been true with Tony for a couple years. um, And what's been great in the past few years is that the talent level has finally gotten to the point where when you're getting the most out of it, you can be a top 10 team in the country. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's changed. I don't think this team is as good as some of the teams we've had in the past. Uh, you know, you, you look at it and you're right, we'll, we'll be a half game back of of second and only a game back of first. But we're also, you know, Syracuse is a, a half game behind us. Um, so it's not like there's there's not a ton of separation between us sure. and like the sixth place team in the league. Sure. Um, But I, you know, I think we're one of the top two or three teams in the conference. Uh, That being said, I don't think we get anyone on the first team, all ACC team. I agree with you that if it's going to be anyone, it's London. But I think as as UVA fans, we know how important he is to the team and that he's really the only consistent guy that we can just sort of give the ball to and, and let him do his own thing. And. He sort of judges when to, to take over and when to distribute, and he mm-hmm. provides the the veteran leadership. But his numbers, especially in ACC play, even his UVA pace adjusted numbers aren't great. Right. Um, I mean, they've they've been somewhat poor in some games. So I think you're you're going to end up with Joel Berry there. You're going to end up somehow. Grayson Allen will end up on the team. <laughs> um, but you know, with, with Barry Bernard. and Dennis Kennard and um, Dennis Smith, Dennis Smith, one of the Florida State guys. Um yep. And now you're down to one spot that'll go to some guy. I've never, whoever the hell it is on pit, that dropped 40 points on it. <laughs> <laughs> think
2: about them, Wayne Bacon. Us, yeah. Yeah. Right. There, there's there's a lot Leon. of.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think we end up with a guy on there, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I, unlike past years where I think we really could have gotten indignant about that um mm-hmm. and, and have and did I get think, indignant <laughs> could, could have and really did i don't think um I, I don't think that's necessarily the the wrong decision uh this year
1: yeah i i think you're spot on with the reasons why but i bet Caroline has a counterpoint
2: oh now i feel like i need to provide said counterpoint um, <laughs> no, no. i think that there is a legitimate argument for London Parantis to make that team, uh, to make first team. He has been outstanding. I I don't know where this whole, like, his numbers in the ACC haven't been that good. I don't know if we're talking about the same person because he's been pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I should have added it all up, but he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's got nine double-digit games, including three in the twenties, um, in ACC play, um, out of what were eight and three. So out of 11 games, he scored in double digits, nine times. Um, that's not bad. Uh, it's not bad, but a lot
1: of people doing that in the league.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: just just, not on UVA.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's just, we only have one of them. Um, no, and that's not actually not true either. That's the thing that was driving me nuts about. I rewatched the, the Louisville game last night and I uh actually really enjoyed the Sean McDonough, Dan Dakich, D- Dakich, mm-hmm. uh duo. I really Sean McDonough is my favorite, um, minus the like five minute commercial they did for Syracuse and the, at the end, which was weird. Um, <laughs> but there was the only thing that I really this time disagreed with with Dakich on was was he talked about um how Devin Hall needed to do more and I didn't really understand what he was talking about, because I thought mm-hmm. Devin's been fantastic. But anyway, I don't think that London makes first team. I do 100% agree that he's the only one on our team that should make first team. I don't really think you can make an argument for anyone else, considering the the de- level of uh, talent in the league this year. Like, we just named a few, and that didn't even include Ben Lammers or mm-hmm. – um, Anyone
1: from Louisville.
2: Anyone from Louisville. So it's probably going to be Donovan Mitchell will probably be on one of these teams um, and should be. Absolutely. Um, So I, I don't think that one, it's that big of a deal and two, anyone is really going to get mad about it. Um, oh,
1: UVA Twitter's going to get mad about it. People will get mad about it. Please, the, the UVA Twitter, Twitter mafia it. gets mad about anything. That <laughs> I
2: am pretty that excited remotely. for them to tweet all of the um, North Carolina media about it. Is, <laughs> um, I do think that Isaiah Wilkins has a legitimate claim for Defensive Player of the Year, however. Um, sure. Definitely should be on the all defense team. And what usually happens, um, see Anthony Gill, whatever, two years ago, last year, two years ago, they think, Oh, who's someone on Virginia that's big and plays defense. Oh, okay. Yeah. That they should be on the team because generally folks that don't watch a lot of Virginia know that our defense is really good. So someone should be on that team. And I think (laughs) one that's really stood out to outsiders would be Isaiah. Um, but this year gotcha yeah yeah Yeah, sorry 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 i think also just rename it the malcolm brogdon defensive player of the year award
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well i will say i think another thing that hurts london is outside of uh the games where he goes off from three which uh, have happened um he, he's sort of a you know a quiet scorer. Yes, uh, he does get his points and and he's leading the team. But those eighteen points he scored against Louisville, I looked up at one point and saw he's sixteen points, and turned to my friend. I was like, I don't even remember him shooting the ball. I
2: know right? because
1: he he was collecting some free throws. Fucking yeah. finally. finally, but also he you know he wasn't shooting it all that well percentage wise. Let's say you know two for seven from three. You know so it, he. He got his, and it just didn't seem like it. And yeah. I think that's sort of par for the course on those games where he's not going, you know, eight for nine from deep or something absurd like that. So, yeah. um, and then that's just his style of play, and everybody is uh, you know, w- well aware of, of that type of cool style of play for him. So, uh, he's the most... Important player on the team, I would say. (laughs)
2: Maybe maybe
1: the uh, the league media doesn't recognize that as a a first-team All-ACC caliber. I think you guys are spot on. The the stats aren't going to back
2: them up, and that's why, which is fine. It just drives me nuts. I'm looking at the stats now. Like, Mariel's at 9.6 points per game. Devin's at 8.5. Isaiah's only up to 7.7. Kyle Guy's still at 7.6. Darius, 6.7. Like, these guys are right there. And the narrative – and it doesn't bother me that that there's not three people averaging 12 points or 15 points or 17 points a game like they had last year because the drop-off behind them, I think, was much more significant. Mm. Um Because I know that it legitimately is the next guy up thing. Technically, Ty Jerome is averaging 3.4 points per game, but I can almost guarantee you that any Virginia fan right now wants him shooting the ball and has faith that he can put up more than three points per game. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it really is. And you still even listening to the commentators, it's like, but who does Virginia have that can really step up when it's not London? And I was like, so you guys literally haven't watched any games then. Because it's (laughs) everybody. Well, I mean, yeah,
1: their point might be that it's not a go-to person, but they should follow it up with, uh, other than maybe a game, there has been someone to step up. It's just always someone different.
2: Yeah. Which is a little weird. I guess it is weird. It's pretty weird, right? (laughs) But I think it's so helpful in the sense that, like, this this offense is actually pretty good. I know that people... I get frustrated with the pull-up jumpers, and there is something to be said about the number of times that – so, like, the difference in the Villanova game between London and, say, Hart or Brunson Mm -hmm. was when those guys went into the lane to create contact and created contact, they had no intention of showing the ball or trying to shoot. Mm -hmm. They went to get the foul, and, and that's, you know, make of it what you will. London and Devon and Maryall will still try and make the shot, and their avoidance with the ball gives the impression that they're avoiding contact. I think is what hmm. one of the bigger issues is and and they constantly will try and like continue to score, and they're not getting the calls like that is what it is, and we've talked about it last week or whatever, but two weeks ago whenever we talked last week yeah, it was last like, week oh there you go, look at us back to back weeks um <laughs> but it's I'm just proud like it's. There's a different way that they take it in, and I think that's, yes. that's one of the things. They definitely create contact, and they definitely do not get some of the calls that they should get. I will still say that, and I stand by that from the Louisville game. There were times where you're just like, that is a foul.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Not I don't know. I mean, over... that's just <laughs> – that's going to happen, and they did at least get plenty of calls yes. in the Louisville game.
2: Surprisingly from the group that I thought would not be the ones to call things. But anyway, that's – <laughs> that's lucky to me,
1: Well, let's talk about uh, the upcoming schedule. There are seven remaining ACC games. Oh so gosh, plenty can move around. Awesome. As, as Matt was alluding to, the, there is no safe lead, obviously, in terms of a top four seed or, or top two or, or really even top, I would say, six or so, uh, especially considering they're playing Carolina twice, Duke once. Miami uh, is a dangerous team depending on where they're playing and, and what day of the week it is, I think. Um, you know, so you say like, all these games. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go down the entire list. But the next four games are within eight days of each other. Uh, yeah, February 12th to February 20th. They have four games, two of which are on the road. Uh, that's pretty crazy, right? Bark noises. Uh, Matt, I'm not, like, out of line to – be a little questioning of that am i
0: i i'm not that worried about it yeah geez,
2: will... we're gonna lose all of them <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> it, it, it the good thing is on the road in this case is all of those games the furthest away is at unc so on the road everything's yeah. a three-hour drive from charlottesville right so there's no they're not flying out anywhere there's not going to be jet lag we're not going out to play cal um, the, the good thing about the ACC, and especially this stretch, um, which includes Miami but gets Miami at home, mm-hmm. is that you're not really going all over the place. Um, so the, the travel ideally shouldn't be that much of an issue. Mm-hmm. Um I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd be happier if it wasn't Duke and Carolina in back-to-back work. Right. um yeah. uh, Especially now that Duke seems to sort of remembered how to play basketball. Right. Um, but I mean, you know, for me, if we go two and two in this stretch, I, 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 what I can't figure out is what's an acceptable number, right? Mm. Two and two seems too low for me (laughs) with just even with Duke and Carolina in there, when you consider that Miami at home is probably a win. Um, we, all three of us just picked us to beat Virginia Tech at Virginia. Which
2: means we we'll lose. Uh, which means we we'll lose.
0: But so that means you—you know—you've got Duke at home, and then I—I I don't think we're going to win at UNC. But you never know. So, I, is three and one the—the the bar that they have to clear for us to consider this eight-game, eight-day stretch successful? Uh,
1: not for me. No, I—I'd I, I'd be fine with two and two, particularly with. The, the closing stretches at state than hosting UNC and Pitt. So I think you're going to pick up a couple there. Uh, potentially all three um, at, at the road and UNC is real tough. Hosting Duke is going to be real tough. And this, you know, who, you know, in Blacksburg, yeah, I, I, I know I think they're going to win, but that doesn't mean they're going <laughs> to. And, yeah. and it doesn't mean I'm going to be furious with them or, or despondent about their chances to do better. Uh, in future games if they do lose in Blacksburg. So I, I think 3-1 and one might be the Vegas expectation. I think they sh- probably should be favored hosting Duke. Um, and yeah, they'll be favored hosting In Duke. Blacksburg and, and hosting Miami. So I think it's a fine bar to set, but I don't think I'm going to be too disappointed. Um, I don't know. I'll be disappointed if they lose at, Tech beat Duke and UNC, and then lose hosting Miami in that type of situation. <laughs> that would be pretty absurd be, and, and disappointing. But you know what I mean. That would be weird.
2: Yeah, yeah um, I think they kind of have to go three and one. Not gonna lie, and there's first a couple reasons. One being just standings in the ACC,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the other being um, this team for some reason is still kind of. I mean, there. Uh, you know, ESPN just put out their first bracket watch or whatever and mm-hmm. bubble watch, and we joked about it earlier about how the fact that, um, you know, we used to have to peruse that thing and look around and be like, "Oh, where, where's Virginia? Like, are they gonna, you
1: know, at the bottom?
2: Um, yeah, you know, are they still in the need need work to do or almost in or whatever? But they're in the first one as a lock, and you're like, "Oh, okay, cool, all right. So I don't need to read this the rest of the year." Um, but I do think that they kind of need a, a, a sassy, pizzazz victory. <laughs> um, one of those being
1: dual. A sassy game. <laughs> a
2: sassy victory.
1: Like <laughs> one where they
2: beat a team that had a bunch of hype or has a bunch of hype. Um, like, do you, I mean, to. Play with the big dogs, you got to beat the big dogs. Well, and that Carolina game. Not, yeah, could, that could very Carolina.
1: well be um, game day. Oh, it will. It's the ESPN's I, 8 o'clock.
2: For sure, 8 o'clock p.m. Yeah.
1: It's be,
2: I think that they didn't have any home Saturday games because State Farm was like, we cannot. Give away a guaranteed fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> again to get into those kids when they make that <laughs> up. I so,
0: might be, It's an interesting conspiracy theory. Yeah, I might be I at the Carolina game in the Carolina student section wearing <gasps> orange and blue. So yes. uh,
2: I'm going to be, be there. It'll
0: be, be fun. We'll just
1: we're, wear bright
2: orange. crew, look at that. We're big time.
1: So we can see you. Um,
2: okay. But no, I think that three and one would be awesome. Um, sure. Because, like I said, we we think that we we will be expected to win the Virginia Tech and the Miami games. We ha- I think we have to take um, for almost for seeding resume, if that makes sense. We have to take one of those Carolina Duke ones. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, both. That would be awesome. But it's, it's an unreal stretch to have no games in six days and then have four in eight against at your rival. Home against Duke, at UNC. Mm-hmm. Home against Miami. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. No, I think, I think it's it's a nuts stretch. Right after that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway. And to, to hear
2: it again. Golly.
1: Yeah, they get this rest uh, that's unusually long rest uh, the week before, so maybe that balances out a little bit. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't know. Um, I think uh I think it it'll be interesting to see it. Like you just win in Blacksburg and go from there. I know that's how exactly.
2: they're yeah, one at time. It, but uh, it,
1: even at least in terms of like my my fandom, you know, as long as they win that game in Blacksburg, if they were to drop hosting Duke and on the road and you would see it's not like the, the world is over. It's not like, you know, those are our season crushing results or anything right. of that nature. So right. um certainly hopefully It'd we're talking about good things next week um I, I do think we need to switch up gears for our defend yourself uh position because oh. i don't have any issues with your power rankings this week <laughs> um unlike i do some of the other writers for this blog but uh we'll, we'll just uh go with the fact that you haven't seen the godfather <laughs> which we're talking about today so Caroline, i want you to defend Whatever it is you could possibly come up with for not seeing the first two Godfather movies. And Matt, I'd like to know what inexcusable movie you haven't seen. I'll, I'll share mine.
0: Well, uh, if wait wait a, you- a second. Caroline, have you not seen the first two, but then you saw Godfather 3?
2: Oh, no, no that would be awesome, wouldn't
1: it? <laughs> that would be hilarious. No, I just left that off because she doesn't need to see Godfather 3. Okay. So um,
2: I don't know. So it was one of those things where I think it's um, – side effect of, like, what your parents watched or what your parents introduced you. Yeah, that's right, Mom, blaming you. Um,
0: (laughs) Hot dogs with ketchup.
2: (laughs) Uh. They're good. Whatever. Mustard's gross. Um, It was just kind of one of those things that, like... So I didn't even see... So I haven't seen... Top gun until I was in flight school. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying, it's like so I hadn't <laughs> seen Rocky, I hadn't seen um Goodfellas, I hadn't seen so it was really funny. Shout out to my buddy Chris Wenzel. Uh we were EVA together and Rossi together, and then we were roommates in flight school with our other buddy Eric. And he went on this whole tirade once about how I was un-American because I hadn't seen Rocky or The Godfather. Okay. Um, and I was like, two films about Italians. What's happening here? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, um, so we, we watch Rocky. We watched Rocky, but we did not get around to Godfather. So I, it's just one of those. I still haven't. I mean, so you I didn't the pick horse... the
1: Best Picture winning, Best Actor <laughs> winning, like like
2: <laughs> one no, of Top the best Gun. films of Gun.
1: all time. Whereas I don't believe Top Gun was <laughs> running.
2: The <for laughs> oh, was so bad.
1: Academy oh. Awards.
2: Well, I mean, I get like all the like horsehead. Wait wait, wait, wait,
0: wait! Around. Did you just call Top Gun bad?
2: Yeah, it's awful.
0: Top <laughs> one is the most realistic movie about life in the Navy. I mean, no, that's Battleship. Two, oh, God. two, it has a phenomenal soundtrack.
2: Oh, that's true. That, and, is, that spoiler is true.
0: Goose's death—spoiler alert! Spoiler, <laughs> you know, spoiler alert! <laughs> it's one of the the saddest on-screen movie deaths of all time.
2: I have and, another friend who listened to the like goose dying theme when he was sad.
0: <laughs> I, I, I think we keep <laughs> going on this. Top Gun is a phenomenal movie.
2: <laughs> He's so bad. He's such an asshole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Now, What what must see film have you not seen? So I, I was thinking about this, and the weird thing is, like, I love movies, so I I've seen like yeah. all the the big ones that you should see. Okay. Um, I, like Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, like Top Gun. But then, like, also the ones that actually won awards, too. Geely, um, like,
2: Geely.
0: Yeah, I, I have not seen Geely. <laughs> G- um, Caroline has, I say.
2: <laughs> I actually have not. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> In terms of, like, popular sort of franchises, um, the one that I guess that sticks out for me is I've never, I, I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never sat down and watched any of the Terminator movies. <gasps>
2: Huh. What? Okay, that's yeah. worse than mine. Terminator. No, it
1: isn't. No, it isn't
2: <laughs> no, by no. any
1: stretch. No, it's, not. <laughs> it's not worse. Terminator 2 is like... You gotta, gotta go watch Terminator. the first shoot, Matt. They, they hold up, in my opinion. Um,
2: Terminator 2 and Aliens, I still maintain are the the only sequels that are possibly better than the original. Okay, you God
0: haven't Father seen 2.
2: Godfather 2. But... <laughs> <laughs> of movies that I have seen, <laughs> like those are the only two that I maintain the sequels. You should, should
1: probably well. check out
0: Godfather 2. You also it in the uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. Which was <laughs> or the second or third Matrix movies, which really Ooh. raised the bar.
2: awful. I didn't see the third one because the second one made me so angry. They the third one was
0: better bad. than the second one, I think. I don't uh, I don't know what
2: I, uh, I don't know what happened.
1: I don't think I've watched either of those since they came out in the no yeah. recent
2: town. Is anyone Was that someone someone's like sitting around on the weekend like no oh, I want to watch? Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, just he's, he's too busy doing John Wick too.
0: Those get good reviews. John Wick. <laughs> was a, John Wick was a great movie. They killed that man's dog. <laughs> oh, spoiler is alert. How,
2: is that what started the whole thing?
0: Yeah, he he goes off cuz they killed his dog.
2: Dude, I can get on board with that.
0: <laughs> killing dogs?
2: No. You Rampaging heard it
0: here first,
1: someone.
2: everyone. <laughs> the, the appropriate rampage that would happen after someone killing my dog. As I sit here petting her so she'll be quiet.
1: No. Well, I Googled best movies of all time for Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and I'm trying to. There are a couple that I don't recognize, like some old ones. The Third Man. I think I recognize the name. I don't know what it's about.
2: Seven Seal on there. I saw that.
1: No, (laughs) but I'm trying to think of what I haven't seen, uh, Schindler's list. And that seems like one that, you know, everybody has seen except Caroline. I'm sure. I saw it. Oh, okay. Is it good?
2: It was, it was a long time ago. It's very sad.
1: I assumed
0: it wasn't an uplifting. Not a real real feel good flick.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's probably at least in terms of like the uh, classic, you know, it's no Top Gun.
2: <laughs> right. Oh wow, Godfather and Godfather Oliver. Part 2 are literally two and three on IMDB.
1: Right. <laughs> Hence the necessity of you. <laughs> my <laughs>
2: bad. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even go into my problem with Shawshank Redemption at one though.
1: You have a problem with Shawshank Redemption?
2: That's not my fave. I think
1: it's oh slow uh, overrated. I mean it's it's sort of the like classic every dude's favorite movie yes. <laughs> like I, it's hard. not get that it, it might be a little
0: played out but it's a
2: Matrix It's 17 the That's
0: most overrated movie of all time is Forrest Gump oh what? no
2: how dare you talk about a good soundtrack
0: it's a bad movie that is not true it's a that's, bad There's that's some really good terrible.
2: movies on this list. It's I mean that's
0: that.
1: not like a I don't wanna eat queso <laughs> terrible opinion, but it's still a bad opinion.
0: Caroline, were you just surprised that there were good movies on the IMDB top movies of all time?
2: <laughs> no, but ones that I just hadn't thought of in a while. I do love the Indiana Jones Rage of the Last Ark because number thirty six.
1: Uh oh, here's here's a hot take for you.
2: <gasps> Rear windows really
1: That movie? Yeah. Not Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, actually, no. I'm, I'm, I can't say Raiders, this about Raiders. But The Last Crusade is a better movie than any Star Wars film.
2: <sighs> any Star Wars any film? Any of
1: the Star Wars films. But none of them is as good a movie as The Last Crusade.
0: Indiana. But where is, is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull oh, better than episodes created. one through three? I don't even recognize that as a film.
2: Yeah, one through three, I think, are better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Of course,
1: because they're uh, films that have existed. <laughs> exactly. Whatever you all are talking exactly. about. Yeah. It's never actually came. Wait, out. So
2: better in what sense, like?
1: It's a better movie. It, m- just uh, overall, you know, like uh, h- how do you enjoy I films? That. I think I find it more enjoyable. I find it more interesting, for sure. It's certainly better directed. That is, you can't argue Spielberg versus uh, <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> uh, Lucas.
2: Yeah, I'll go. Uh-oh. I'll go Spielberg for sure on
1: that. So, but like, you know Steve what I mean. Just, a, you know, I, I think it's a better, better film. So, there's my. Uh, That's interesting. Hot. I, I don't.
2: I won't. You know, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong because I, I know. Um, you know, you're right. People appreciate movies in different different ways. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, but I I don't I, argue with me. <laughs> I,
2: I, uh, I don't know. I'm think, I'm trying to think about how.
1: The Star Wars to... films are. are Important cultural canon yeah. and, and all, and you know, I recognize their impact, but I'm trying to know,
2: factor in like the impactful moments of like Luke, yeah. I'm your father, spoiler alert. Um, yeah. I think as opposed to probably like, the best
1: one, right? Yeah, is it that uh, yeah. like the common
0: opinion?
2: I think so. I'm surprised how many people don't like the Ewoks. I really enjoy them,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're though they're some of the worst movie characters.
2: I go five, six, four in my order, <laughs> not gonna lie.
0: Uh, no that's wrong
2: <laughs> <laughs> after I'm all like nice about your opinion like, <laughs>
1: yeah I mean that you're allowed to be nice i' doesn't <laughs> I mean i have
2: to i'm
1: continue to support uh i don't know there's a way we, we're jedi I, I don't know I'm not that big of a star wars uh aficionado so i I'll, I'll defer to you how about that that's fair. All right, All right. Well, we'll close on that happy note. Um, and <laughs> After
2: people stop listening. Right.
1: If you know of have people? comments what about, about sci fi movies, then let us know. Um, but if you have comments about uh, basketball, you can let us know that too in the comments section. And, um,
2: stay tuned for the continued lacrosse coverage. Hell yeah. Lacrosse, the lacrosse season kicks off Saturday yeah. in Baltimore against number five Loyola, the start of the Lars Tiffany era, which everyone should be pretty excited about. It's going to be awesome. It's, uh, uh, if you're used to seeing the slow pace and limited possessions of basketball, you will not see that. <laughs> in it is That's all very about true. High possession, high pace, um, fast-moving everything transitions two-way middies it's going to be awesome this is
1: the air raid of lacrosse it is UBA for sure cliff
2: king cliff so king so we can make coming. more
1: uh, more sports metaphors here but yeah. Uh, yeah we'll be back soon to talk about hopefully some more conference wins hopefully in rivalry games uh, but until then i'm pierce and uh, for carolina Matt, go hoos <laughs>